Welcome to the Red Dice Diaries. This podcast is a rambling journey through the wonderful world of RPGs from the viewpoint of a long-time GM and player. The music at the start of this podcast was Nightmare by Alexander Nakarada and is used under Creative Commons license. So in this episode, I thought I'd answer a few voicemail messages that I've received. And the first one was a message I received from Colin from the Spike Pit. Thanks very much, Colin, where he was pointing out a sound issue with some of the voicemails that I'd left for him, and I'm sure it was a, an issue on some of the ones I'd left for other people. But anyway, enough of me. I'll hand over to Colin. Hi, John. It's Colin. Um, I just got a couple of messages from you. I, I know you've been using Audacity, and I don't know if that's anything to do with it, but the last two messages you sent us uh, came through kind of really uh, kind of garbled and a bit scrambly, uh, if that's... <laughs> if that's a tech term i don't know um so yeah I, I don't know if it's something at my end um or something you're doing differently but i've i've never had it before it's sort of it's a bit hard to explain and i'm just wondering uh if there's a way i could I could get you to hear it so you knew what I meant. But I think about it anyway. But I thought I'd let you know, because I know you're a technically minded guy and one thing and another, and it might be something something you can do. Anyways, catch you later, bro. Cheers. Now, I did go back to Colin with a message about this privately, and I believe I've now sorted out the sound issue. So you might be saying, well, why put it in an episode? What's the point if you've already sorted it out? Well, I thought I'd mention it because it relates to a sort of larger issue as far as I'm concerned with the Anchor app and the Anchor website. And this is the fact that you can't actually record a voicemail, to the best of my knowledge, using the website. You can record to an episode. That's how I'm doing this. But you And you can incorporate existing messages into episodes, which is how I'm doing this as well but you cannot record a voicemail. The only way to do that seems to be on the phone app. Now, the way I was doing it previously as I down on my computer was I downloaded effectively an Android emulator, which emulated an Android phone. I had the app for Anchor installed on that emulator, and I was recording using that. However, because it's running through an emulator, it seems to distort the sound from my microphone so much which is a shame because I have a far better microphone on my computer than I have on my phone. But just to make sure that that's what was causing it, I left a another message for Colin to see if that would resolve the issue, this message being left on my phone. Hi, John, it's Colin. Yeah, thanks for calling back, mate. Um, your message was loud and clear on the phone, as you rightly uh, anticipated. Um, so... It's a bit of a pain that the web page, uh, the web app, can't do what you want it to. But um, I imagine they're, you know, they'll get it more fully featured in future. One hopes. Anyway, take it easy, man. Catch you later. So, as you can hear from Colin's response, that does seem to have resolved the issue with the sound by recording voicemails on my phone. And I think that's really the only solution at the moment. 
I actually sent an email to the tech support for Anchor asking them whether there were any plans to add the ability to record voicemails to the web interface of Anchor. And quite kindly, they came back to me and said, hi there, great question. Whilst there isn't a plan to do this just yet, we would love to add it to the website as well in the near future. Stay tuned on this. So as they say, it could have been better. They don't have any immediate plans to do it, but it was nice of them to get back to me so quickly. And hopefully at some point in the not too distant future, we will see the ability to record voicemails on the Anchor website as well. But until then, it looks like we're going to be stuck using our phones to do that. But I suppose there are worse things in the world. And next, we have a voicemail from Larry at Follow Me and Die. Thanks for getting in touch, Larry. In response to my podcast episode on plotting and consequences. Take it away, Larry. Hi, John. This is Larry with Follow Me and Die. I just listened to the podcast about plotting out consequences. That's a great idea that I guess is analogous to pre-plotting the Game Master's turn from Stars Without Number. I don't know if you've heard about the uh, Game Master section where the Game Master does the faction turn between sessions. You can get the rules for that free off of one bookshelf if you hadn't heard of it. Uh, I like this idea of pre-planning that. makes it a little easier to uh, figure out what preparations you need to make between sessions. I think Larry makes a very good point about the Stars Without Number faction turns. And thanks very much for dropping that voicemail, Larry. I have responded privately, but I thought, you know, I'd, I'd put it in this episode as well, since I've had a bit of a chance to read up a little bit more on it since then, since I do have the Stars Without Number revised edition, although I'd not really read it a great deal, but I've quickly sort of read through the the various sort of faction bits and pieces. And effectively, the faction is defined almost like a sort of character in its own right. In the Stars Without Number rules, it has hit points, uh, a force rating, which is like physical violence, uh, a cunning rating, so espionage and infiltration, uh, and a wealth rating, which is how rich they are and what resources they have. And they actually have almost what's called a fac creds, which is, again, wealth and resources. Not too sure on the difference between the wealth rating and the fac creds. I think fac creds is like literally like how much money they can get their hands on, whereas wealth is more sort of like your money you have tied up in like property and scientific investments and stuff like that. Factions can accumulate experience points, which they gain from accomplishing goals. They also have a home world, which is where it's sort of based. And a number of tags, which a little sort of like descriptors. Anyone who's played a Power by the Apocalypse game will be familiar with tags. It's normally just like a few words that describe something and help you form a picture of it in your mind. Uh, each faction has a number of assets, which are like facilities, contacts, uh, specialists, etc. And on their turn, they can do a number of different actions. Faction turns taking place between sessions. So factions can attack, attacking their rivals to gain, to steal their shit, basically. They can buy assets 
on their home world or another planet where they have a base of influence, which takes time depending on where it is. They can change their home world, expand their base of influence on a world they're already entrenched in, or they can change one asset and refit it to a different type of asset. They can repair damaged assets, sell assets, or attempt to seize a planet, becoming like the ruling body of a world. Or finally, they can use one of the special abilities of one or more of their assets. And obviously, these, these are sort of fairly general actions, and they might choose to do something else, depending on the vagaries of your game. And it seems like a, a very interesting way of representing it. Effectively, between the turns, the GM decides what each faction is doing between the games and how they relate to each other and the actions they're taking against each other helps determine the plot for the sessions and what's going on in the game world in the background. And as I said in my podcast about plotting and consequences, I'm a big fan of things going on in the background since I think it makes it feel like your world is a living, breathing place that doesn't just come into existence when the players wander into the scene. There's also lists of the individual assets types that these factions can possess. And these are everything from like uh, uh, covert transit nets to cyber ninjas to blockade fleets and psychic assassins. Loads of stuff like that. Now, I'm sort of looking at, although this is really interesting, and I'd definitely use it if I was running a Star Wars without number game. I'm looking at it more in the sense of, can I adapt this to use in a more traditional sort of D&D slash fantasy-esque game? And whilst I think I certainly could, it would take a little bit of work. You'd have to at least sort of rewrite or reskin most of the assets and a few of the other bits and pieces like Homeworld, you might change for Home City, etc. But it certainly could be done. And I've been reading the the Dark Albion book recently from RPG Pundit, which has a nice system for managing noble families, which seems a little bit sort of similar, at least in theme, if not in actual mechanics, to the faction turns. So I think looking at the two of them, what I'll probably try and do is I'll probably try and make some sort of kludge slash hack of these two rules, which would work with like probably Lamentations of the Flame Princess, because that's what I'm running at the minute, but would be broadly compatible with OSR systems. And I'm going to have a go at doing something like that when I get the time. Probably not this month, because this month's fairly stacked for me schedule-wise, but maybe next month I'll start having a look at that. And then I will add it to the growing sort of little booklet of house rules I'm producing as we go along for our Lamentations of the Flame Princess game, Rose of Westhaven. So... That's definitely something I can get my teeth into and be looking at in the future. So thanks very much for your suggestion, Larry. Absolutely brilliant. So that's it for this episode. If you have any questions or suggestions for things you'd like to see in the podcast in future, please either email them to reddicediaries at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Anchor. Until I see you next time, whenever you're playing, take care and enjoy yourselves. Mm-hmm.